Welcome back, everybody. We're in episode three of The Pursuit of Profit. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, here with your hostess of the mostest. What did I say? Three. That is that what I, was, I said? I was speaking your hand motions. Oh. <laughs> awesome. I love, and and your, your hostess of the mostest here with her hand motions telling me that it is indeed number three. <laughs> number three. Awesome. We're such goofballs. I love it. Leanne, Hi, I'm Leanne. Hi. That's how we keep it real. And I'm a goofball. <laughs> and me too. That's, so what I want to know to start this episode, Leanne, is what uh, we, we call you the nation's profit coach. And I want to know what a profit coach is. A profit coach is somebody who is not a CPA, because I'm not. Um, I am a financial planner, but my practice sits somewhere between the two. Because if you have mm. problems with your business financially and you want to be more profitable, if you go to your CPA, they cannot help you because right. they're helping you with the rear view mirror. Right, right. If you go to a financial planner, uh, yeah. all they want to do is invest your money. So where does somebody go when right. they want help financially making more money or taking more money out of their business? And that would be a profit coach. And I, to my knowledge, I'm the only one in America. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I think it's because you have a really unique skill set of you're super strategic in terms of how you think about money and where it goes and what to do with it and all that, which, which I think sometimes with CPAs, you can find some people who understand tax strategy. But again, yeah. to your point, that's a rear view mirror of looking how you spent money and how do we classify that for tax purposes, not looking forward for like, what do we do to help your business become profitable? Absolutely. So my practice yeah. is really devoted to helping yeah. people alter their behavior, like yeah. what they actually do with money um, when they are looking at money in their bank account. <laughs> right, right, right. So that they change yeah. your behavior so they get a different result right. um, in the form of profit with their business. So that's what a profit coach is. I, I, well, I want to add one thing to that too, because the, the other thing that you compared it to is like a, a financial planner right? Um, somebody who's going to invest money for the future, that's yeah. way down the road. And that's not necessarily about your profit in business. And I think what I like about this distinction of a profit coach and what you do as this hybrid of things is that you actually help me as a business person increase my profit now so that I actually have money to invest. Yes. Right. Like, yeah, but there's nobody that really does that work. No. No. There are, now, there are other people out in the market who will actually go out and like show you how to market so you can make more money from marketing, but that's not a profit. That, that just shows me how to generate more revenue. It doesn't necessarily show me how to create my, keep my profit so I can do things with it. So, right, right. Anyway, I just you wanted to speak to that. Really. Yes, I just wanted <laughs> to speak to that because I think it's an important distinction of what you do. Thank you. It is. And um, I find that when I'm working with people, they have, they, they have access to like, I'm, I'm good at tax strategy and yep. I'm good at investment strategy and I'm good at business, right? So we're constantly kind of going all three, right. but right. at the end of the day, people want to know how to have more profit now, right. Right? right? And that only happens with a plan. Profit never happens on accident. Yeah. So that's why we have a profit coach. I'm the only one. Yes. I <laughs> to love my it. knowledge. <laughs> so awesome. today we're going to talk about the four stages of entrepreneurs pursuit of profit yes right? i love it yep the the podcast is called pursuit of profit the facebook page is pursuit of profit um and i like what that means because it's about saying hey look profit is something worth pursuing yeah. i think um when we're in business and we we think kind of like kind of ethereally about money mm. but we need money very practically in the here and now yeah. um and there is something powerful about being in pursuit of profit, not just more money in the bank account. Mm. Um, so mm. what we're going to be talking about today, uh, 
And before I forget, because I probably will forget, you're going to see me looking down, but I'm working off of this cool handout thing. Yes, I saw that and last week. It's awesome. <laughs> the handout thing is something that you can get and you can download. So all you need to do is go to Facebook, Pursuit of Profit, like my page there, and send me a message on Messenger, and we will send you this handout so yeah. that you can actually see this and identify which of these is you. Um, and then the, then the really the action steps that need to happen for you immediately. So you have more profit this week. Yes. Like now like you could now. have profit like this week. Yes. 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 So good. So, um, we're going to look at four different places and I'm sure there are more places, but I don't know, something like 10,000 yeah. plus entrepreneurs have come through my workshops, webinars, and my practice. And so yeah. <laughs> whenever we're talking about stuff like this, yeah. it's like, I'm not making it up. I've yeah. seen tens of thousands of people um, do this. So these are the four that, that kind of stood out to me the most. And um, well, the way we're going to frame this conversation, Chris, yes. <laughs> is, hey, you're here. Um, and what I know about you as a business owner and what I'm betting is happening with your money, what your behavior is with money yep. and what you, you probably need to go do. Like right, right now, if you want to change the, the picture on, on that. So there's where, where we are today, where we are today. probably how we're behaving with it. And then here's the thing we need to change. If we want to, yep. we want to be somewhere else with that. Yep. Our money situation. Okay. Yep. So okay. we're going to start with the person that I call, I want some financial feng shui. <laughs> okay. Feng shui. <laughs> I want some financial feng shui. So that person is probably, um, and most definitely the person that's looking at me, whether webcam or eye to eye and saying, I have a feeling, I have a sense that my habits with money and my mindsets with money are holding me back. Like mm. I have this great potential to mm. do amazing things to my business, but one of those two things are both together are holding me back. And they say things like, oh, my money stuff is just a mess. Like, I don't understand it. I don't like yeah. it. It's so, yeah, it's yeah. Feng shui. Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, is that where the feng shui came from? Yes. Yes. My stuff so you need some fun. You want some financial feng shui. So there are okay. people that are watching this that are probably yeah. like, yeah, I want some financial feng shui. Yep. So what I'm betting is happening and it's not just a bet. <laughs> I know it was happening. What I know is happening is that you are co-mingling personal and business money. Um, you don't know what to do with receipts. You don't know where to put them. You don't know how to categorize them. Um, and you ha don't have a plan for your business financially other than work more. So yep. this person is just like, fine, I'll just work more. So what this person needs to do, if you want financial feng shui and you feel like your habits, your thinking are holding you back and it's just chaos, what you need, we kind of talked about this in the last episode, is to simplify. <laughs> Yeah. You just simplify. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is simplify the moving parts financially of your business. So let me give you an example. Yeah. Um, a guy with a really successful business, we're talking 90, 100 grand of profit a year, like nice. after paying himself, like he's a really successful little business. He's yeah. no employees. He's awesome. Right. Yep. Um, I, he hired me to actually go through his financials and see what what money leaks were there if I could see them. Yeah. And one of the things I noticed was all these like parking things, parking, 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 like every, like, like three or four a day. Hmm. Um, and what I figured out is I'm like, Oh, he's using one of those city apps to pay for parking. Uh -huh. And so, because you need move around cause he had different appointments at yeah. these different places. So 
a $2 transaction would hit his account, a $3 transaction at, at 50 cents we're hitting. Well, all of those parking apps allow you to buy a chunk of time. Mm. And so I went to him and I'm like, dude, you have, this is not killing your profit, but this is killing your cash flow. It makes no sense. Mm. Buy the chunk of time, right? And let one transaction hit your account and bill against oh, it. Oh, sure. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Like that's just an example of simplification. Um, but mm. if there are areas where if you feel like it's crazy and it's too much to manage, yeah. then we have to simplify the moving parts of your business financially. And this person needs some education. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> On what to do okay. and not do with money. Yeah. And and not do with receipts. Um, oh. And then the third step for this person is they need to actually, and this is true for all entrepreneurs, is understand which expenses they have that they can hold accountable for real return on investment. Um, instead of just like, oh, you know, it's just a business account and everything's a write-off. Like that kind of crazy creates crazy. So that's why these people, some people, are at a place financially with their business where they want some financial feng shui. Yeah. What do you think? It, yeah, absolutely. What, what uh, popped up for me was, um, do these people have sort of a, um, it almost feels like if it's messy and it's chaotic, it's because money just kind of comes and goes without much um, awareness of it happening. Like I just spend stuff and whatever. I just, it's like, I don't even pay attention to it. Yep. Is that That's true? That's absolutely true. That's yeah. a great insight. Cause it's, it's, it's not so much that they're moving so quickly. It's more that the person at this place has figured out how to create revenue. Right. Um, and they figured out how to, you know, they bought the stuff they've needed to buy, but it, it, it's, it's out of control yeah. because it's not in, in their control. Like they have no idea what day the, you know, the Spotify um, right. Right, right, right. is going to come through right. for the business. Right. Yes. So, I think, I think that's so true. There's like, if I looked at my own stuff, I just look at like, there's a lot of um, recurring billings in my account yep. that pull on, I, I don't know what day they pull. And if I had to remember like, oh, like, you know, you can get an overdraft or you're like, oh, like I totally forgot that was pulling and I just need to move some money around. And if you're not, uh, I think it's really easy for people to just go, oh, well, there's money there. And so when there's money there, I just don't worry about it. Right. And that's what creates the chaos. And then I go, and it's, it's never a problem. Maybe this is important too for feng shui people. It's never a problem until it's a problem. Right. Right. Like you're like, oh right. yeah, so it's, it's good. There's money there until there isn't. And you're like, oh crap, what did I do? Like, this yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a great insight, Chris. But, um, <laughs> I'm only speaking hypothetically because this has never happened to me. <laughs> or me. <laughs> no. Right. right, right. right? Yeah. Um, a really good example of this as well are especially if we've got companies that are working uh, or business owners that are working kind of in the digital space yeah um, they have pretty big chunks of money like I'm thinking of Amazon web services sure. or places like that that are very expensive services that come through like I actually was working with this lady who had a two thousand dollar surprise right so she was running her business and she completely forgot about this annual subscription payment that came through so look we spend money and we just need to know when we need to be prepared for it. Oh, and taxes too, right? <laughs> like, oh, 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 there's taxes too. So if you're in the place where you need some financial feng shui, it's because you're kind of unintentionally like just looking at the bank balance and have no idea what's coming your way. And it has a huge impact on your peace and of a huge mind. impact on your, oh, yeah, your yeah. peace and a huge impact on your profit. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah, that's good. Simplification. Okay. 
Awesome. Any way you can simplify if you're that person is kind of the key. So then the next one is the person that's been in business for a while. Um, they've been in business for a while and then here's what happens. I've heard, I'm hearing lots of these stories right now. Wait, wait, do you have a name for this one? Yeah, I call them, you've been in business for a while. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's the name. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. I love it. So um, the stories I'm hearing right now are these people are going and getting their taxes done because tax day was yesterday. Um, they're getting their taxes right. done and they see how much money their business made and they're like, oh my word, they can't believe it, right? Mm. They're just like, I made five, I had a guy tell me last week, he's like, I made $500,000 last year. I literally can't tell you where a single penny of it is. Cause I can tell you what, it's not in my account. Hmm. So hmm. they are in a place where they've been in business for a while and they have pretty consistent revenue and they yeah. re it's reliable, but they have no idea where it all goes. Right. And they're just like left at the end of the month or the end of the year going, what the heck just happened? Like we made all this money, but it went somewhere and I have no idea where that is. Right. So what I'm betting <laughs> about this person is that they are letting a bank balance dictate their business life. Mm. So they're going online every couple of days and they're checking to see what their balance is. And they are in a place, a cycle constantly of having to earn more money mm. um, be, because they're working really hard and there are too few zeros in the bank at the end of the month. So that is a very frustrating place to be as a business owner. And it is about behavior because we have been in business for a while. We do have predictable revenue. So why are we in a situation where we don't have the money we want at the end of the month or worse, don't know where any of it went when we see $500,000 at the end of the year yeah. and just go, what? Right. Ouch. Where did that money go? Right. Any thoughts? No. Other okay. Than that, no, I just, I'm like, yeah, that's spot on. <laughs> it yeah. sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> um, and especially what I'm hearing now is people, I got a phone call actually Saturday. Um, and this, this person called me and said, I cannot believe this. I had, you know, like I got my taxes done. I had made all this money I, and I, I have to pay, I have to pay tax on this, 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 and this, and this. So they believed they spent their accounts down to zero essentially every month. Yeah. So they actually believed that that meant their tax bill would be zero because every dollar we spend is a, a write-off for business. And, and I just kind of lovingly said, you know better than that. Yeah. You can't spend a dollar hoping to save a dollar. You spend a right. dollar to save 30 cents and you're gonna be taxed on that. So right. it hurts, it's painful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this person is running their business off of a bank balance and they're tired of it. So what that person has to do is recognize reality. Like it's a stiff drink. Yeah. <laughs> but like a stiff drink, you feel better after you've drank it, right? Yeah, yeah. So yes. we, <laughs> we, yeah. we want the stiff drink. It'll right. be okay. It'll be um okay. so that right reality is recognize that profit never happens on accident. And what this business owner needs is a plan to actually implement in real time. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about like, here's your 12 month plan. Like I'm talking about what is your plan for money next month? Yeah. Right. And then you get in there and you work your plan and you hold it accountable accountable for mm -hmm. the change that you expect and then watch for a different result. So that's what that person needs. Got it. I love it. All right. Next one. Yes. What? Yeah. I okay. want to know the name, the name of the next one. The name of the next one is you are so successful. <laughs> I like this one, <laughs> but you, what's the catch? Yeah, there's a, there's a, like a yeah, butt in there. somewhere. And, yeah, yes. You are so successful. And, and which is actually my favorite word. I and, love and instead yeah. of, or. 
use the word. Okay. All right. You're so successful. Um, and and uh, your income potential is far greater than your current reality. Ouch. Yeah. So what I like about the people in this place with their business is they like, they walk in here and they're like, dude, I got this. Like mm -hmm. I have figured out how to, mm -hmm. you know, shape beards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, right. I love to pick on barbers. I have learned how to like poke people with needles, acupuncture, I, whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. They have figured out how to be successful. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're just not seeing the income, their potential. There's so much room for them to grow yeah, yeah. Um, and grow their in income. So, Here's what I know about these people, the successful and not achieving mm. their potential is they are spending their profit. Mm. They have it. I mean, there are some people that don't have profit because of how they spend it, but they sure. have profit and they are spending it without even knowing it. Um, so what, what's usually happening with these people yeah. is they're spending money with it's a write-off mentality, which we right. just discussed. Um, and they are constantly um, bombarded with opportunity to be charitable or opportunity to grow their business by hiring certain professionals or whatever. And so there's constantly this tug of war with them. They are successful, but they're spending all of their profit. And so unfortunately, that success is not translating when we push money across the table into family life or into big fat bank accounts or retirement accounts, right? right. I think here's a question that pops up for me on this one. I think um, at some level when you're a, um, I'm a successful and person, I'm on, I'm at that stage of my pursuit of profit. Um, there is this, like, I've stepped into abundance now. I've reached mm -hmm. some abundance. And, and, and until this part of my, until this stage of my pursuit of profit, I haven't had this. So now that I'm here, I'm getting very philanthropic, very generous, very, uh, free spirited with my money. I'm like, okay, let's sprinkle a little bit over there and let's <laughs> go on this vacation over here because it feels good. I finally got to some abundance. Yes. Yes. So what's the problem with that? Why is that a problem? It's not a problem. Well, but it is uh, a problem until uh, when like, yes, I get that. And I'm, I'm sort of trying to seed it here a little bit, right? Like it becomes a problem when what? It becomes a problem when you aren't, as a business owner, recognizing that you're spending your profit, right? So there's this thought of, well, I can be charitable and I can do those things and there's like write-offs that are available and I understand we want to go on business trips to fabulous places and make our business pay for them. Like, I want that too. But when we're talking to a business owner who isn't seeing the money going home mm -hmm. and they want a six-figure at-home income and their family deserves that and their family deserves health insurance and their family deserves you know, retirement accounts, like, okay, so this person is successful, but how are we channeling that success financially into something that's tangible for the family on the other end of that, even if that family is a single man? I think that's it. I think that's what, uh, I feel like uh, until you, up, when you get to abundance, when you're at abundance, finally, it feels like all the profit is there to be spent. Like that's its purpose. Its purpose is to provide for things. And I think- once you've been in that abundance stage long enough you st and you, you've experienced enough of it, not that money not getting pushed across the table, what happens, I, th I think the shift that happens is you go, man, I don't have anything set up for retirement. Man, I, don't ha I think we start to see profit have a different purpose once we've been in abundance long enough. It's not to buy things. It becomes how do I protect my legacy? How do I protect? Am I right or am I not right? You're right. Um, what, what's really weird about being an entrepreneur 
lots of things are, but one of them is like, there's this like risk, you go, you take this risk and you mentally think, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make a lot of money doing this, but we do mental accounting. We have no idea what that even means or how to quantify making a lot of money. And so you're right. Once we get into abundance, there's like a shift that happens where you're maybe not spending to make money, but what people over here need is a plan for filling up the bank accounts and filling the coffers yeah. so that, the, right. so that the, the financial structure of the family is solid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you, you aren't going to spend like when I'm, when I'm wearing financial planner hat. Yeah. Right. And people come in nervously and they think what I'm going to do is tell them they need to get rid of all discretionary spending now. Right. That, yeah. That's what they think. That's what they feel like I'm going to do to them. Right. In reality, I, I want to see people find huge abundant chunks of money yeah. that are just spent for fun and right. spent for other things, but not at the, not at the cost yeah. of taking care of oneself long term. Yeah. There you go. That's, there's, that's just part of the American thinking. It's not unique to entrepreneurship, yeah. it, but the entrepreneurship <laughs> creates the opportunity for exponential huge bank accounts right yeah, yeah. but the guy who is successful or the gal that is successful and right hmm, right they spend their profits so they don't build those coffers and right. then they wonder why they can't pay their tax bill right. and then they wonder why the yeah. only way they can get out of their business is to sell it so yeah it's so a positive and a negative all right. at once right That's it's a part of the journey it's a part of that right. pursuit of profits on the on the road to the pursuit of profit yeah for sure. So this person in their pursuit of profit, yep. here's what they need. They need new to-dos. Mm. <laughs> that, that's really what they need. They just need a few new to-dos. They need to identify, I'm sure our audience is tired of me talking about this, um, profitless spending. Yeah. We all have profitless spending. That doesn't mean it's bad, but we need to minimize um, our profitless spending. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you recognize what you're spending as a business owner as profitless spending, and you call it that, something yeah. magical happens. Right. <laughs> like I have people, I'm not even kidding, in like the last 30 days that we've actually made less. We're like, okay, here's all your profitless spending. We know mm-hmm. about it. You have a special account for it. Go get it. Right. And a- after like two weeks of that, they come back to me and they're like, I don't want to spend all that money. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like, ding, ding, ding. Yep. I know, right? Because it's profitless spending. So part of the game is thinking about it as profitless instead of thinking it like, Oh, it's a write-off, right? Like it's it's shifting that thinking. Right. The other to do um, that has to happen is it's profit planning, right? Like you gotta yeah. have a profit plan, and you gotta know how to implement what you do with money right. when you get your bank accounts. So you need a different to do other than logging into your bank account, seeing how much money you have, and going, is there money? Is there not? Or there is a lot of money in there because I am successful, and maybe you're that person who's like, I want to work less. Sure. I worked with somebody this week who was like. I guess I don't have to keep as many appointments as I've been doing. I can, mm. I could cut back. Wow, I'm like, nice. yeah, you could cut back as nice. long as we do the profit plan the way that we're supposed to. So this person needs to, new to do's. They're already figured out how to be successful. Now we need new money to do's. Yep. I love that. I love it. I do too. I love to see it happen. Yeah. So it's such a, such a fun part. <laughs> such a fun place to be. It know, is. Be it is. Space. Yeah. And I, like I'm sure you're like you can feel me just like bursting at the seams as I talk about it. But what I like about all of these people, like even if it's the feng shui person who just yeah. needs to kind of get their rear in gear, like yeah. with, with the financial stuff, I love the process of like coming alongside. Um, my business partners think I'm crazy because I like I like the mess. Like <laughs> I want to get in it. <laughs> right, right, right. 
I'm just like, let's, let, let's get in. Like, let's roll up our sleeves. Let's do this. Yep. I love to see the results on the other end. Like, there's awesome. a part of me that's been like, hey, I should create a course that, and I will, like a course on what I do. But then a big part of me is like, but I want to <laughs> be in the mess. <laughs> that's good. I'm, I'm yeah. sick. I, I know that though. I'm yeah. sick. Um, I think I think you'll never run out of clients for the service of it though, because most people don't want to get their roll up their season, get the dirty stuff for themselves through a course. No. Like, well, we'll pay the course and we'll be like, ah, yeah, it was really good, but I don't want to do it myself. Will you just help me anyway? Yeah. 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 So I, think Thanks, job, Chris. I think you have job security there. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. I like that. Because I love entrepreneurs. That's why I do yes. what I do. Okay, so our last guy or gal. Uh, this is the one that makes me the most sad, mm. pan away, okay. um, is the person that we call, you already increased revenue, good job, and <laughs> oh no, your bottom line hasn't changed. Oh. So you got out there, you you know, took all the courses on how to market better, you right. make, made more money, huh. you hired the right people, you did, like, I was working with this with this couple that had four different consultants, four on like how to grow their business and how to do things for, right? Wow. And they already increased revenue, but their bottom line hadn't changed. This one is totally mm. common. And this is actually, to be honest, the hardest person to move mm. um, because they, they have such a deeply entrenched belief, which actually is super cultural mm. for Americans. Mm. And that belief is if I have more money, I'll be happy. Mm. If I have more money, my marriage will be better. If I have more money, then dot, 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 dot. And I mean, yeah, it's right. a problem right. as in our culture, right? Mm. Um, and so that uh, make more money mentality is so entrenched in people's minds that yeah. it's very difficult to get somebody to yeah. pull back. Go ahead, Chris. Well, I, I, well, I mean, I think you're going to get there, but I think I, I, I identify with that. I'm like, yeah, more money. Like, let's go. I mean, more money gives me more options, more choices. So, mm -hmm. but your response to that is what? My response to that is yes, money does give you more choices, but the more you earn, the more you spend. Mm -hmm. And so the net net almost never works out. Like all you have to do is look at culturally, uh, just our families in America, our mm -hmm. debt to income ratio, mm -hmm. um, our retirement savings is the lowest in the world. Whoa. Um, most families are literally one paycheck. And I'm not, listen, I'm not just talking about teachers or mm -hmm. you know people who like i don't know right. i'm not people just making talking under about, 100,000 a year people no i'm not talking about those people yeah. i'm talking like i know attorneys doctors high performance people mm -hmm. that are living paycheck to paycheck mm -hmm. because their lifestyle is so expensive mm -hmm. right so it's the same problem the more we earn the more we spend so what what mm -hmm. has to be created is a different muscle and that muscle is the muscle of building savings right, right. and being really wise with money and that kind of stuff, which we'll talk about another time. But the business owner who's already increased revenue and our bottom line hasn't changed, what I'm telling you is happening with them mm. is they are completely enslaved to that cultural lie. They believe it, hook, line, wow. sinker. Wow. And they really believe like, okay, uh, I'm going to change my business by growing it. So here's, here's, here's where I like to go with that. Yep. When I meet a business owner in year one, let's just make a hypothetical one. Okay. Meet a business owner in year one. Yep. How much money did you make in your first year of business? And they say, I made $100,000. We're like, okay, how much profit did you have? They're like, none. <laughs> we, we lost money that first year. Like we had a business loan, like we made no money. Great. So hmm. what do they do in their second year? 200, then 300, then 400, and a million, right? Let's scale yep. them up. So when I meet them 
in their fifth year of business, let's say, yep. and they have $500,000 of revenue. Yep. And I go and I sit with them. This is not hypothetical. This actually happens yeah. in my business where I'm like, okay, so you made $500,000 in your business this year. How much profit do you have? And they're like, we don't have profit. <laughs> so the spread between making a hundred thousand yeah. to 500, we've increased our revenue yeah. um, by $400,000. And yet mm. we don't have more profit. Mm. I know people who have um, $100,000 or less of revenue and they have an 85% profit margin. Mm. I also know people who have two and $3 million businesses who don't have even $15,000 of profit. So wow. making more money as a business owner yeah. does not make you more money. So that if you're that person mm. or business owner who has already increased revenue, the bottom line hasn't changed, then that mindset has to go away and your job is that you have got to let go of that thinking mm. and accept that you need to take profit first off the top of your business, which is kind of a crazy revolutionary thought. Mm -hmm. I've been teaching people to do that for like 12 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, where we take some of that profit off the top and send it to safety yeah. so that we force our business to li live on less. Um, and then the second most important thing that this person or this business owner has to do is figure out how to keep more of what they're making. Mm. When they figure that out and they stabilize that part and they keep what they're making, then that business owner is ready for exponential profit yeah. because they've already figured out how to keep what they're making. And if they make more, then it just scales the profit up. Yep. I Did I answer it. your question? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just keep coming back to like, um, I, I feel like sometimes the solution is just so simple. Like it's not complex. Right. No. But, but getting there is, so mysterious almost it's like it's like hard to pinpoint and i think some yeah. of that's because it's in the behavior it's in the it's not like uh oh we'll just write write checks out of this account instead of that account there's like behavior and and world uh world views and yes. perspectives about money and how money makes me feel and how whether i have power or ego attached to it or shame attached to it and all these things that are sort of actually running the machine machine in the background, right? You're right, you're right. And if you think about uh, what the entrepreneur life is like, it entrepreneurs are wired, hardwired to grow their business. They just are. It's like, right. yeah, like we need to grow our business. Yeah. But when I sit with people and I say, why? Mm. Why do you have to grow your business? Mm -hmm. what's, what's the answer? Like, they're always saying to me, cause like, then I'll have more money. Um, and so the, I think the reins have to come in where it's like, all right, we get really clear uh, in all of these places that people are at. What intentionally are we going to spend because we are in business, that's a direct expense of business that we can hold accountable for return. Yeah. And then we need to monitor that. And I'm not talking about geeking out over sure. spreadsheets every right. Saturday. Like, right. come on, it's, we're talking like upfront investment is, you know, probably to be honest, if it's, if it's through my practice, mm -hmm. it takes a month, sometimes two months to take an entrepreneur once a week through an hour meeting, right? Where we get them to the place where they understand where money's coming from, where it's going to, which ones are profitless spending, which ones are profitable spending. And right. we have a profit plan, right? Yep. But once they have that, like my favorite thing is to see it in their offices, their profit plan is like up on the bulletin board mm, <laughs> you know, right awesome. here yeah. um, and they, and they look at it and they do their weekly thing like profit yeah. first and then they do these other things. So awesome. it's, 
about mm-hmm. behavior, but it's wow. also about, wow. um, how do I say it? It's also about embracing that you can't do it the way you've always done it mm. and expect a different result. And right. profit is not just going to happen yeah. when you make more money. Yeah. But what, what will happen is you will spend more. Yep. For sure. Yeah, that's guaranteed. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't alter your behavior. Right. Right. And I like to, system. I like to get business owners to the place where like they've got their thing pinned up there and they're delegated. They are delegating to a bookkeeper and the yeah. bookkeeper like knows how to do the chart of accounts. Like we set it up and right. everything yep. is moving, right? Like it's doing what it's supposed to do. And then when we get them through that and they start to see profit, it's like, now let's talk about what's possible over here with your right. family. Right. What is your, you want a different house? You want retirement accounts? Yeah. You want to put your kids to private school? Like what are those things that need to happen over here? But with entrepreneurs, like I can't do financial planning for them. Right. Real financial planning that changes their life and their future unless we address today. Right. And their behavior with money. Yeah. Oh man. It's My like, job is crazy. I, <laughs> I, I mean, on one hand, I'm like, I'm, I'm being present and in this conversation as a co-host. And on the other hand, I'm like in this other world in my head being like, thinking about all the money things. And uh, I, it's in one hand, it's very refreshing to talk honestly about the money stuff, right? The money frustrations and the money fog. Um, and then on the yeah. flip side, it's uh, not encouraging. It's like, wh- what have I been doing? Where have I, where have I been? What, like, wh- where could I be now if I had done this differently up to this point, you know? Um, it's a stiff drink. But yeah. like, but like a stiff drink, you yes. feel better after you drink it. Yes. So, I think that should be like one of your taglines. I think that's going <laughs> to, I think we just did good. that. <laughs> Pursuit <laughs> of profit. It's like a stiff drink, <laughs> but, but you'll feel better after. <laughs> better than a body wax, right? <laughs> oh yes. Right, right. Yeah. That would be a terrible tagline. That's a terrible, terrible tagline. Yeah. So that's what I want people to think about. Right. And, and, and recognize like, it's okay wherever you are. And you might be a little bit in all. Um, and if you want this little sheet that I've been looking down at, um, yeah. that just talks about you're here and, and you probably need, like if you're driving in your car and you're listening and you don't see this, then right. again, just go to pursuit of profit on Facebook, yep. like my page, send me a message right. and um, we'll make sure you get a copy of the sheet. I love it. It's so good. I think we should, in a future episode, Leanne, we should talk about um, the purpose of profit because I keep my, constantly throughout this episode, my mind kept going to like, well, if I have money, then the purpose is to spend it. But mm-hmm. what you've been alluding to is like, there is another purpose for what we do with this profit to really make your life have more options, more choices, more security, whatever. And I think that would be an interesting future episode, but. I think so too. Let's do it next time. Okay, good. All right. Uh, <laughs> But for now, thank you for another great episode. Episode three. With the three episode fingers. three. Episode three in the books. <laughs> we did time. it. Love your energy. We'll catch thank you in the next you. episode. Bye, everybody. See ya.